Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through, Queen. Doing good, Shannon. Thank you. Here's your core. I don't have a core, but I'm working on it. Well, Brendan, you're finally back, baby. Yep. Uh, you're a year older. 31. None, none the wiser. Not wise at all. Um, and we also have special guest, Jimbo. Hey, team. Back from <laughs> back from our... Uh, the last time you were on, was that the Jersey Shore episode? It was the Jersey Shore That was deep scary. Dive. Yeah. That was not this past December, but like the December before, I want to say. December 16th. Yeah, Correct. wow. It's been wow. a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were too shy to come back. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I've been, I've been away, but I'm yeah. back in New York City, baby. Here Except, I am. Uh, you also came in from Potomac recently. In a sense. In a yes. Sense. <laughs> uh, so yes, I'm in D.C. for work all summer, so I'm a proud Real Housewife of... D.C. D.C. D.C., yeah. Potomac adjacent, not Long, too far. But gone, right down but the not river. forgotten. Yes. Um, yes. So there's... OC is back. We got New York, and Potomac is great as always, but also a ton of stuff to talk about in the news. So perhaps we should jump into that. Let's jump in. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on in Real Housewives of New York world. Uh, so People Magazine is reporting Luann Deliceps has checked herself back into rehab. Uh, the New York City star is seeking help for the second time after attending an alcohol treatment program in the winter, people exclusively confirms. And this, is, this next part is like the gag of it. The reality star has only authorized co-star Bethany Frankel to speak on her behalf. What? <laughs> Frankel tells people, This weekend, Luann was surrounded by her girlfriends and decided, with their support, that in light of recent circumstances, it is the healthiest choice for her to not attend Tuesday's reunion taping so that she can continue in her healing process. 
Luann is now surrounded by a core group of people who truly have her best interests at heart and who are working to make sure she gets the help she needs. Bravo has been very supportive of Luann during this time. It's a brave and honest decision by her, and everyone is rallying around her uh, and wants the best for her. Bravo confirmed that she's not taping the season 10 reunion. The network said, Bravo supports Luann's decision to focus on her health. She is part of the Bravo family, and we continue to stand by her as she copes with this challenging situation. At this time, we hope everyone will respect her privacy. Frankel explains that Deliceps made the decision because she wants to look to the future. So, there's a couple things here. Yes, there are. So, this is not the first time this exact scenario happens. Um, Kim Richards, season two. It was season two, right? Or three? Yeah, one of those. Um, She also entered rehab, like, right before the reunion. And Mm -hmm. then Andy did, like, a one-on-one sit-down with her, which was, like... The only time that's ever really happened except for the one-on-one sit-down that Andy did with Luann after she got divorced. Yeah, well, that was not part of the reunion, though. That was, like, a right. special after the fact. Right. So I wonder if they'll do the same thing or if they'll just, like, not do it. I feel like they're going to just let this one speak for itself at the reunion without getting her involved. Also, yeah, also she's, like, entering, like, right now. Yeah. So, like, she won't be available for yeah. a while. Um... People online are saying that she did this because of the whole lawsuit, and she didn't want to talk about that during the reunion. I think, I think that thought like entered my mind, but I also think it like diminishes like the importance and like the bigness of entering rehab. Yeah, you know. Um, so I think people online might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of the reunion, however, we have some news from Us Weekly talking about what went down. So they say... Wait, can we just... I just want... We cannot lose out on Bethany Frankel, Skinny Girl PR. Well, uh, I've read some other articles about this whole situation, and they said, like, Luann does not currently have a publicist, so it is... Bethany now, Bethany PR, Skinny Girl PR. That's so weird that she doesn't have a publicist, like, during one of the busiest times of her, like, career with all those, like, Countess and Friends things going on. Yeah. Well, she has the agent, though, and the agent's her boyfriend, so perhaps he does not want to be stepping into this role of Mm. speaking on her behalf about this stuff. So tell us what Us Weekly said about the reunion. Okay. So, it was Bethany Frankel versus the world. At the Real Houses of New York City Season 10 Reunion Taping, a production source exclusively tells Us Weekly. The source says Carol Radziwill brought receipts to the reunion, exposing Bethany's lies one after another. Bethany brought a purple file folder that she had (laughs) next to her. Whatever was in there will never be known, because Bethany kept looking at it frantically and putting it down. Bethany accused Carol of writing an article or something about Luann. When Carol said, show it to me, Bethany wouldn't. Carol said, you're lying. It was a verbal fight. A second insider notes that Carol looked stressed and intense, while Bethany was smiling and laughing during the altercation. As for Bethany's folder, it was filled with weekly blogs that Carol wrote about her in the past. The production source adds, at some points, it was everybody versus Bethany, except Sonia Morgan. She's the only one consistently on Bethany's side. Another production source tells us 
that seating arrangements were messed up without Luann there. Ramona Singer still does not like Bethany. Uh, since Luann wasn't there, they put Ramona on that couch to balance it out, a third source explains. Sonia joined Ramona and Bethany on one couch, while Carol Tinsley and Dorinda sat on the other sofa. Two sources tell us that the women discussed Luann's recent relapse, revealing that she has not been sober and that she needs help. Wow. So the second source sounded like they were like viewing from like beyond a window <laughs> where it's just talking about like body language. Bethany's smiling. <laughs> um, I am really hoping that the first source was right because like I'll always root for Carol. Mm. Well, we're going to be getting to that yeah. in, in this episode. Uh, but Luanna being there definitely messed up the seating because Ramona should have been with Dorinda, Tinsley, and Carol. Right. Ramona's not going to be happy to be on the end either. It's like a sign of disrespect. Uh, and I, I mean, like, obviously Tinsley's on one end and like, that's where she will forever be. Right. Uh, <laughs> but like, I feel like, yeah, it, we have a Tinsley super fan in the house present, <laughs> but like Sonia has also been like the go-to bookend as well recently. Mm-hmm. Like they just like to keep her like off, Far off away. to the side. Uh, can I can I say that I love the idea and kind of like the concept of housewives coming to reunions with like hard evidence? You know what I mean? Mm, like right. like yeah. documents, like primary sources. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, love a document. I've been watching old uh, seasons of OC recently, and it brings me back to like the Fox Five, like Gretchen, oh Alexis Gate from that one. I think that was what happened. Yeah, like from that reunion where it was just like they brought emails like battling back mm. and forth. But I love that instead of just like shouty like hearsay like actual yeah well carol was a journalist exactly she always brings evidence that purple file folder (laughs) well well, that purple file folder is bethany oh excuse me but carol did bring something too she brought the receipts i like wonder what (laughs) it'll be interesting to see like what carol carried um the receipts in because she seems to be very detail oriented yeah so i assume there was like something I want, like, a legal briefcase. Like, oh her, my like, God. walk up to that couch with, like, a full-ass file folder. Hopefully it's, like, something that's, like, emblazoned with ABC News from, like, her past. <laughs> uh, speaking of Carol, before we get to the uh, episode, I do want to bring up a tweet that she <laughs> tweeted this week. Uh, she quote-tweeted a tweet that Sam Herbst had oh, yeah. tweeted out uh, about... Ariana Grande and Carol Radswell. It was um, it was the the cover of God is uh, a woman. God is a woman. Ariana Grande, and then a similar photo. Shoot. It was when Carol uh, posed for like her friend, and they all went to the art gallery to see like her nude. I'm sorry, I've never seen this. And I, James is not on Twitter. Oh my so goodness! The original tweet said, "I love my mommy." I love my mommy, and he tagged them. And then Carol quote tweeted it and said, I'm not a mom thinking face emoji. <laughs> like, over Mommy. the past week, I'll just think about it and start <laughs> laughing. But what about being a mom to baby, baby, and baby? I know. She's like n- neglecting her animal babies. But also, we as a gay community get to choose our family. That's true. <laughs> 
I hate that. Oh my that. god. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go into a little bit. We don't. We haven't talked about the view a lot. Especially recently. I, I haven't been watching a ton. Because you're a pig. A no, pig is a pig. <laughs> there's been a lot of gaming going on. You know. Okay. So um, there's a couple bits of view news. The first one is that Paula Ferris and ABC on Wednesday announced that she'll de- be departing the View in Good Morning America. Um, she's going to be taking on a new role with ABC News that will focus on reporting and breaking news, which is a very Anne Curry mm. um, leaving the Today Show Queen. thing. Um, also, Paula Ferris like is barely on the View, so like they could have just like transitioned her out without anyone noticing. Yeah, no, I like didn't even. Uh, she's just as like the Fridays, right? And not even every Friday. Sometimes yeah. they'll throw Anna Navarro in there instead. Yeah. Um, but. She said, excited slash grateful for the opportunity to cover big stories and to talk to people at the center of them. This is exact. This is like exactly like the Anne Curry situation yeah. now that I'm like looking at this. Um, she couldn't carry uh, the ball oh. over the finish line or whatever. <laughs> um, and then she's getting her weekends back, a source said. So that's good. But the real story is Whoopi Goldberg versus Judge Janine Pirro, yes. who is that like, awful woman who's on Fox News and, like, just, like, yells and loves Trump. Oh, she loves to scream. So, and she, like, kind of looks like Rosanna Scotto of New York new local news fame. Okay, I was... Wa- sorry, I was watching that clip, and that's who I was confusing her for. I was like, I've seen this woman before, but it's not like, Rosanna she Scotto. She took a turn for the worse. <laughs> um, so... We watched the clip earlier. It's, it's worth a watch. It's basically, like, Whoopi getting mad that... Janine calls her, what's her, like a Trump something or other, like someone who just is always angry about Trump. Yeah. And then Whoopi makes a good point about how Trump whips up hate and yada, yada, yada. But the real drama happened off stage. So Whoopi left the stage and the fireworks went off again with the cameras off. Backstage, when the two crossed paths, a source <laughs> told us Janine tried telling her she's fought for victims her whole life. <laughs> That's when Whoopi got in her face and said they've known each other a long time, but still, fuck you, get the fuck out of this building. Yes. <laughs> I love when I love oh, when man. Whoopi like takes ownership of the show. Yeah, um, Janine looks stunned. Another source said <laughs> Janine could have walked by. Um, there was one more segment to do. She could have walked by her easily. She put her finger in her face and said, "I've done more for abused women than you will ever do." And that's when Whoopi said, you and I never had a problem before everything else was said. Um, so ABC and Whoopi have reached out to Piro to have a conversation about what mm. happened. This is my second favorite um, view backstage drama moment. And my first is when Mikhail Salahi was on the show in 2010 <laughs> and claimed that Whoopi, quote, abused her backstage. <laughs> um and then Whoopi like did a whole. It's on. It's all on YouTube. It's great. There's a whole um, segment where Whoopi's explaining what oh, yeah. actually happened backstage when the Real Housewives of DC were on the show. Go look it up. Highly recommended. Mm. Um, but here's a weird pivot. So this week we lost a Bravo celebrity. Yeah, very sad. So um, those of you who haven't seen Ladies of London, which is actually one of my favorite Bravo shows that ever did exist. Annabelle Nelson, who was on seasons one and two, um, she died um, as the result of a heart attack at home last Thursday. Um, the weird thing is that the timeline's kind of weird. So she died on Thursday, but she po- on Saturday a post appeared on her Instagram page 
And I guess um, Marissa, this says Herbert, but her name's Hemmer, um, who was one of our co-stars, saw the post and wrote, Annabelle, is that you, XXX? Like, because British people love doing those X's. Even though, even though Marissa's not British. I know, she's American. Yeah. Um, go check out Bumpkin, Top Dog Closed. Um, <laughs> but uh, most of the ladies of London have, like, wrote, written, like, mm. really nice Instagram posts. I think the best one came from Caroline Stanberry, oh. which was really sweet. But Julie Montague didn't write a post, which I thought mm. was interesting. And she's posted, like, several times since then. Mm. Um, maybe she just, like, keeps that stuff off offline but um yeah it's very sad i so i love ladies of london but i tuned in i guess the season after she left yeah she was kind of like you know how when carol joins new york and she was like you're like why is this person on this show Mm -hmm. it was kind of like that because she was like very very different very british she was like best friends with alexander mcqueen yeah and like apparently was his muse she was also like really close friends with like kate moss and naomi campbell sure um so she always felt like a little out of place on the show Mm. but i liked her but she also like it was clear she had many demons and like was very devastated by um the death of like her best friend yeah uh you bringing up Ladies of London, however, reminded me of the fact that we were watching season seven of New York uh, recently, mm-hmm. and when Dorinda meets Sonia in Ramona's Hampton's house, Sonia says, "Oh yeah, like Caroline Stanberry always talks about you," and it, it like took my breath away. The fact that like, Caroline Stanberry's name was like mentioned in season seven of oh, New yeah. York. And I think that's why um, Dorinda's, like, super close with that Luke guy who yeah, used yeah. to do um, Caroline's makeup. Yeah. And now he always does, like, Dorinda's makeup for, like, everything. Yeah, All yeah. her confessionals and everything. Yeah. But very sad about Annabelle. Uh, so let's take a quick break, and then we will get into Potomac, OC, New York, One True Queen, Freak of the Week. So stay the tuned. The whole show's ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babies. Ready for some Potomac? I am. Is this real? This is real, baby. This is real. We are live, honey. Uh, it's all about Erica Lyles. The, man, the woman who's going to steal Ray away from Karen. That's why Giselle and Karen are fighting, because like Giselle's business partner is attracting away Karen's husband. Yes. Can we can we start at the bottom floor and like get a little bit of sense from Jimbo, like how much he knows of Potomac, like where he is on his journey? Sure, sure. And I was listening to last week's episode. And I know that you kind of did this with Hillary last mm-hmm. week, just like a Potomac 101. But I'll keep it brief. <laughs> last night's episode. Oh, I don't know if it was last night, but I watched it last night. Sunday, whatever. Um, this most recent episode is the first episode of Potomac that I've ever watched. Ooh. So I just like dove right in. Um, so yeah, I had zero understanding or foundation of what was going on with these women or who they were, um, which is, you know, equally confusing as it is thrilling, especially with yeah. this group of women. I have to say, stars. I, stars. Like, you jumped in on an episode that was like action-packed. Action-packed, so, like, to a be lot honest, going on. Even the 
one person I don't like on the cast who is a friend of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cherise. She's yeah. still a star. Still a star. Still a star. Yeah. yeah. Ms. Marble Mouth herself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I found them all to be very... Like engaging, like yeah. really like vibrant, alive, like, alive, like checked in. Well, I mean, except um, for uh, Robin. I uh, love Robin. That's like she brings her own social brand of not being checked in. Right, right. she's like asleep at the wheel, but like yeah. we like yeah. that about her. I yeah. love when she woke up and like wandered into the lobby and was like, <laughs> I was like, that is me to a T. That like, is you. That is me. Just like what's going, what's been going on? I've been checked out for that. Like, she's forty hours. minutes late, and she's like, they all left. Yeah. <laughs> And like her and um, I think Giselle just like yeah. sauntering down the beach, just like looking for a crepe. Like so, they are the green eye bandits. Got it. Because oh, they both that. have green eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you catch their Denzel Washington movie SpawnCon? No. So it was a commercial during Potomac with the two girls, the green green eye bandits, Giselle and Robin, talking about the new Denzel Washington movie, which I didn't even catch the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it was thrilling to see. Robin giving given the chance to shine mm-hmm. in this because I don't think she's ever done SpawnCon before. I haven't seen it because I had to like um, for some reason nothing appeared on my DVR this week, so yeah. I had to do it all through like the Bravo app and sure. like oh yeah that was Hillary's problem last week with yeah. uh, the Mamma Mia SpawnCon. Then I had to watch Pose on the FX app and just mm-hmm. lots of apps. Uh, okay, so then we also get a shady edit of Monique talking about essential oils. Which was fun. And apparently they cure mental illness as well. I didn't realize. Uh, apparently oils. they do everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the like weird montage of her just like dabbing essential oils on her kids like randomly. Like anointing her children <laughs> with essential oils. Yeah. The, I, w- I want to say the editing in Potomac this season and of the three episodes of like the three shows we're watching this week, the editing of Potomac is the best. Yeah. I mean, it's different production companies yeah, for yeah, all yeah. of them. OC has pretty good editing. New York, I don't think, needs the editing as much. It, does, it speaks for itself. Yeah. May I ask a quick question? Yeah. So, Karen is kind of like the grand dame. The grand dame. That's like, what she calls herself. Okay, so like, not to fast forward a little bit, but like, there was that scene with like Candace basically having to like, kiss the ring a little bit towards oh, yeah. the end with Karen. Mm-hmm. So, is she kind of like the... Like the Vicky Gunvalson, like the... She wants to be, but I actually think... In a lot of ways, the the figurehead is Giselle. Mm-hmm. Only like yeah. the way Bravo has like marketed the show yeah. is like centered on Giselle. Giselle got to go on the View. Giselle like is like the She's one like the they face. always choose to like put in a montage with like the Vickies, the Ramona or the Bethany's, the Leanne Lockins, the yada yada. She gets yada. to do SpawnCon too. Like this is like her third or fourth SpawnCon. So like she's a pro. Got it. Okay. She's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And also like she, she, like she like is never really the center of the conversation, but when she does get involved, she like runs the show. Mm-hmm. Like when we close out the episode with her and Monique having that sit down, like it was such a power move for her to show up in a robe <laughs> <laughs> to their meal yeah. while like Monique is looking pretty. Yeah. Um yeah, she just like knows how to play the game. Totally. Okay, continue. Sorry. Uh, it was fun to see Karen walking around Cannes in her CBS shoes, as <laughs> they called them last week. I love that. <laughs> the CBS. <laughs> so like the girls are wearing heels, like looks, heels, da da da, and Karen 
had like New Balance. <laughs> I'll give Karen like she was like, oh, I have a day of walking yeah, around. Yeah. I'm gonna wear a sensible shoe. Sensible. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and we we had more sensible shoes in New York. Yeah. Some flats this week. And while while we're on the topic, not to like Mm-mm. comment on women's appearances. Okay. But I have to say, like, like I find these women like strikingly. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Oh, you can comment on okay. a woman's appearance that way. I was like, I was like, holy shit, where is he about <laughs> he's to like, go? He's like, Karen's wings. No, but I didn't want to be like, no, what I, what, I didn't want to be like, it's like the first thing I noticed was like how fierce they looked. But like five minutes into them walking around Can, like I was mm. like, these are, I find like stunningly beautiful women. And like, they were all like, turning serving looks. looks. Like uh, Ashley, what, like Ashley, I find Ashley to be like, so gorgeous. Ashley's like, I know she's a shit stir, but she's like m- my favorite. I just love her with the corona. I like love everything about yeah. what she's doing. Buy yeah. Coffee and Love on iTunes. I have streamed it about <laughs> 72 times today. <laughs> Song of the Summer. It's a bop. Go to Oz. Like, we've been waiting for like Ariana to give us a bop. No. Nope. Wait no longer. Ashley Darby gave Ashley us the Darby bop we need. Come through. I thought DJ Mustard produced it. Like, I'm I was about waiting to for walk like... off this show, <laughs> insulting Ariana when no. she's the fans want a bop from her and they're not and she's not giving them a bop. We got the bop we need. Christina released a <laughs> album full of bops. Yes, Christina. Alex is also or don't here. buy it. There's about 72 unsold copies on. Dead yeah, we're doing we're doing counter, a giveaway. So. Comment on James's post on the Come Through Cream Facebook group, and That's we'll right. send you a copy of Liberation. Mm. That's free. right. Yeah, a gift of purchase. <laughs> oh my God, no no purchase required. No purchase. <laughs> Void in Maryland. I'll even give up mine. It's sitting on my Just send bookshelf. us a stamped envelope, and we'll <laughs> mail one back to you. No problem. Okay. Anyway, uh, back to Potomac. Back to Potomac. Uh, so we learned Candace worked for Barack Obama. Twice, apparently. <laughs> like, so random. Like, I remember when they sh- when they showed this on camera, like, I, like, gasped yeah. and got out of my seat. What was her position? Uh, that Unclear. wasn't clear. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that, like, she thinks that, like... Being in like a Miss America pageant, she's like a during <laughs> during Obama's tenure means that she yeah. worked for Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think it tracks. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was she Miss America or Miss USA? I know she no, didn't no. actually. She was like she's, Miss Maryland. She's not. She's like there's a third version. There's like Miss America. There's Miss USA, and then I think she's like. Ms. United States. Oh, God. It's like, that's from legally, I, swear, I mean, not legally, but no, Miss Congeniality. I swear to God, she said she's like in the third one. Miss United States yeah. is literally the pageant for yeah. Miss Congeniality. <laughs> starring Leanne Lockett. Yes, it all comes full circle. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, I, it was funny when Giselle chimed in at the perfumeria. Like when they were making the the perfume, and mm-hmm. and she was like, "Oh, Karen needs this in her living room. She can start <laughs> making her perfume." And Karen's like, "No, we're gonna outsource it. We're gonna ship it." Like da da da. I love Giselle dragging Karen. Any chance she gets, I absolutely love it. There seems um, to be a little bit of like, uh, oh yeah, it's the two grand dames. Yeah, yeah, like head to head. Well, because Karen thinks she's the grand dame, but Giselle's actually like. The star? This, I would say she's the star. But they're all stars. They're all stars. They're yeah. all stars. Yeah. But I feel like Karen is kind of 
packaging herself in a certain way. You know? She wants to be Lisa Vanderpump, yeah. but she's not. Yeah. But it's also like early for anyone to be a Lisa Vanderpump, right? Because they're on what season three. Well, Beverly Hills sort of zoomed. Beverly Hills is a weird case because it like zoomed to the front very yeah. early. Yeah, true, true. Like Beverly Hills is the most recent Housewives franchise that we consider to be a classic Housewives. True. If you get what I'm saying. True. It was released in 2011 as opposed to like 2008. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so then Karen's not wearing her ring at dinner, which makes everyone think like, oh, is this divorce that she had mentioned during like their last getaway actually happening? I feel like she just like is a mess when trying to cover up any of her <laughs> she's shit. She's such a mess. It's like... She's got all these, like, issues that she doesn't want to talk about, but, like, she doesn't cover them up in, no. like, any sort of successful way. Like, wear your GD ring. And she's, like, so the girls are saying, oh, like, everyone knows Ray is, like, moving to Florida. And she's, like, well, yeah, Ray loves Florida. I love Maryland. And, like, that's just what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where in Florida, because there's different kinds of Florida. Oh, yeah. Like, where I was this past weekend mm. is, like, very nice Florida. Right. Um, but like thirty minutes down the road is like Florabama Shore, Florida, mm-hmm. Shore. Florida Georgia line. <laughs> <laughs> Buy it, beautiful man. Buy it on iTunes. Uh, so then we got the girls getting kicked out of the restaurant, which was not for a reason that normally occurs. Like they shut it down. Like <laughs> right, that poor cute little French boy. Oh yeah, which is like uh, excuse me, uh, yeah. Well, like Monique is like using colloquialisms is that the right thing like she's like i want like a like a hearty cab and like the guy's like i don't know like the words you're saying <laughs> right, right 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 and someone asked about like the tuna tart the tuna oh, yeah. the tuna char char how, how is the tuna char char prepared and he's like and he's uh, like a uh, classic like, way traditionally like <laughs> monique does like a hearty cab doesn't she mm, oh yeah same yeah i mean so she so you're tuning in <gasps> this she, is the craziest story this season uh she got in a car accident and her version of the facts are she fell asleep at the wheel because she's a busy mom monique yeah ashley darby's version of the facts are <laughs> she had like five martinis at lunch and like got in a drunk driving incident oh but like goodness. we're not like we're not talking about it because there's so much other shit going on yeah. and they covered it on the show yes yes and then it was just like we're not talking about it no, they don't talk about it necessarily a lot but there's a lot of crafty editing whenever like there's a wine situation they like zoom in in on it like yeah on like monique (laughs) drinking a wine okay it's like flag Uh, that yeah brendan remind me was last year's reunion two parts or three parts i want to say it was only two I feel like they earned three parts this year. There's, like, so much to talk about. I feel like only, um, the... Up until now, only, like, the mainstays have gotten three parts. Like, your New Yorks, your Beverly Hills, even though they don't deserve it. Your Atlanta got four parts that one time. And then Dallas had one part last year, which was... No, they had two parts this last season. The first season, they had one part. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking best show. Yeah, so, James, hopefully you stay tuned... To Potomac. Yeah. And also, like, if you wanted to jump in, the first two seasons are only, like, ten episodes each. Like, this is the first major full-length motion picture season. I'm in the middle of, like, Apache OC scholarship right now, but once I'm done with that, I will certainly... Oh, yeah. I've been enjoying the updates from your OC scholarship. Yeah. It's been a trip. Lynn Curtin back in my life. Oh, my God. Like, fighting over, like, Fox 5 or whatever back in my life. Malibu Country, I'm sure soon. Like... (laughs) I'm, uh, f- seasons five, six, and seven of OC are just five is what season? So 
five is, oh, sorry, I keep hitting the table. Five is like, like Vicky, end of her relationship with Don, you know what I mean? So like, it's like, it's like it's, Gretchen Alexis before Heather? Pre-Heather. Heather doesn't come until seven. Seven. Yeah. So five and six. I would say seven till when Heather left was like the new modern. Yeah, the modern yeah. era. Which but I like, love. End of six is cyst and deceased. Yeah. Like, it's all these like kind of iconic OC moments. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, like it, it only becomes watchable once Gretchen joins the cast. Like pre-Gretchen, it's like so boring. Fair enough. Lock up your daddies. Fair enough. I finally watched Slayer. Or whatever she says, whatever Tamara says. <laughs> Hold on to your daddies, girls. Here comes Gretchen. <laughs> you haven't like memorized. Sorry. Um, Did you go to Bass Lake? <laughs> uh, but speaking of OC. For another episode. Speaking of OC, you tuned in to the season premiere, correct? Sure did. So, like, who of these ladies do you not know? I know, I feel like I know all of these women with the exception of... The brand new girl. Emily. Yeah. And then the other one we have not met yet, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, so... Yeah, none of us know her. Like, it's an interesting rollout for Gina. this season. Yeah, it's not the first time they've done this. I feel like they've done stuff like this on, like, Beverly Hills before. Yeah, with, like, Catherine yeah. Edwards. Yeah. But um, no, I, I feel like I know... Like, I know enough about Shannon Bedore. Like, I haven't... But you haven't watched a proper Shannon Bedore season? I think I watched her first. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's gone through a journey, and she still remains top three housewives for me. Yeah, she's like oh, the Dorinda of OC. 100%. Let's get into it. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, hold on to your daddies. Oh, my God. Uh, Tamara, well. Tamara and Eddie are moving yeah. out of that house that they've been in for their entire relationship, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also like dying. And he's dying. <laughs> AFib. He's got atrial fibrillation. Are you familiar? I've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Do you know that song, um, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant? No. By Billy Joel? No. That's like a for hats. What are you talking about? I, I like that song a lot. And it starts with like, Brenda and Eddie were the popular steady. So whenever I hear Tamara and Eddie, I hear it in that tune. And then I sent Alex a post today. Um, from Peter, uh, Ramona's AOA uh, mm-hmm. partner, and he was with Billy Joel, and he like said like scenes from an Italian restaurant, and he looked really good. He looked wait. Peter looked really good. Shut up. He, he looks like a creep. He looked good. <laughs> he also literally just posted a picture with uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh wow. Too. Oh weird. I'm very connected. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Did you guys? Did you guys notice? Tamara's like freaky, huge, messy braid in her confessional. Like well, sticking out the like, side of her head. Well, it was like it was like a Habsy situation, right? It yeah. was like just one side. She had like it a, was I don't understand how her hair grew so quickly. Because remember when she like unveiled like the short bob oh, at the I end of last season, like bob. like on Watch Rappin's Live, so it yeah. was less than a year ago. Now her hair's back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. I guess people have extensions. I don't. Yeah. But then, like, why would you want to do an extension into that weird? I mean, Ramona literally copied that bob because it looked so good. Yeah. True. True. I, the the. I I just like was not excited about seeing the whole Eddie storyline. I agree. I think. It happened too early. I mean, like you can't, I know. you can't like fix that. Can you get yeah. better? But like, but like, it almost was like too much of like a rude awakening. It was like not Ugh. the happiest way to like jumpstart the season. Yeah, and like, I don't know. Obviously, like I question Tamara's judgment of moving. 
Oh, can I say that? Yeah. yeah oh, no, no, okay. no. I was just thinking about Tamara Judge Chandra, Tamara's <laughs> Judgment. Oh, I see, I see what I did there. <gasps> that I, would be a good drag name, Tamara's Judgment. judgment. Oh, my yes. God. Tamara, get in. <laughs> just, you know, moving Eddie into, like, a, a hat, like a barely finished, like, do you have plumbing home, you know? No like, he's like No kitchen, no appliance. Like, just, like... There must be something else home. going on yeah. in that house. Yeah, so I'm I, I, I'm worried for Eddie. In Were that they sense. renting? No, it was his house. I want to say. Yeah, she said it was his house. It's like the house that he was living in when they moved in together. And that season, Tamara did all this like we gotta like brighten this up and make yeah. it like less of like a dude pad. Like she had a whole like <laughs> yeah. storyline about that. But yeah, I miss Simon. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so then Vicky is talking to her boring boyfriend, who she doesn't love. Steve Lodge. Steve Lodge. <sighs> Do you think he's like somehow part of the Riverdale universe with oh Veronica Lodge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, Veronica Lodge's uncle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Andy made an appearance. Why can't Steve Lodge? Yeah, he's part of the canon. <laughs> he looks like Ronald Reagan to me. I'm sorry. Ronald Reagan? He looks like Ronald Reagan. I don't know, like a young Ronald Reagan. He's like a young Ronald Reagan. Young Ash. Young, just like a strapping. Was Ronald Reagan? Was Ronald Reagan hot? Do we think? When he was younger, <laughs> never mind. Continue. Anyway. He was an awful, awful, awful person who did not acknowledge man. the AIDS crisis for no. years. Yes. Awful that, shit that box nice. human. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, but we find out. Bro- well, we reported on this that Brooks was getting married. And it was I fun like, to see it on the show. I did not expect them to talk about it on the show. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it either. But Vicky's a mess. So. Yeah. <laughs> and she wants Steve to propose. And she's like begging him to officially move. Like he's 99% moved in, except he hasn't done a change of address. Which is so weird. It's so, like, get a life, Vicky. Yeah, get a life. Yeah. Um, have you been keeping up with Vicky's drama with her son-in-law? Yes, on Instagram, Ryan. which is actually the perfect thing to point out that um, Brianna is not in the title card. Oh yeah, it's only oh, her I son and Steve Lodge. Too. It's Michael and Steve Lodge. Oh wow! It's also so interesting that OC has held on to that. Of all of the other franchises, like New York used to do that too, and With I think even Atlanta did. And yeah. OC's the only one that has held on to that. Yeah. Wait, well, did, I, wasn't Jer- Jersey did it for a while? Because remember, it would be like Joe DiGiuse and like the five girls. Right, right, right. <laughs> pulling each other's hair. They used to all do it. And I remember Sonia's first season, it was just like her dog. <laughs> her dog. <laughs> and Bethany's early season, right? Yeah, it was, it was just her cookie. dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those were the days. Good day. Yeah, good old days. So we check in with Shannon Bedore. Ugh. And she's calling Tamara as she's... As Tamara's moving in, Shannon has downgraded from 14,000 square feet to 4,000 square feet, which 4,000 square feet is still huge. Shannon's new place, I actually like better than her older rental. Oh, oh, well, the older rental was like, there was like one dining room formal chair sitting in an empty living room. Right. Was that... Sorry, the the last rental was that like the kind of like one story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like it was like it overlooked. It had like a great view. And like Archie, her dog kept like running down the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Kelly's rental is depressing. well. That's a little. That's a little more sn- snug as a bug in a rug. 
Yeah. Uh, but like she's living her life. <laughs> she's making guacamole she's for so Jolie. Just like it like actually life. reminded me a lot of like when my mom downgraded like when I was a freshman in high school mm. and we moved to the place where she lives now but like it was before it was like renovated and all that yeah. so it was like kind of like like that and like we'd have yeah it was it was I felt for Jolie that's her mm. name right yeah Jolie she's kind of a star yeah I've well never, this is like her, her star making moment this I've never season. seen her yeah like Invited to dinner. Invited to dinner. Which is like what I would beg my mom like with to Vicky do. Gunvalson. Give her when an my, orange. Give her when an my orange. mom was going out, like when she was like a divorced mom going with her friends, I would always be like, Can I come to dinner? It was like, No. Like, or Kelly's like, Sure, honey. Like, come on over. I'm going to dinner with Vic. Let's do it. the guys. Yeah, that dinner was like, this child should not be here. Oh, totally. And I think Vicky called that out. She was like, You know way too much for being mm-hmm. in sixth grade or something. Yeah. Kelly's. I'm so interested to see Kelly's whatever she Journey? does this season because yeah. I when I went to watch Rappin's Live last year with Leanne, oh. Kelly was the other guest and it was interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like all reports are saying this season they started Friends and they, they are ending Friends. So it'll be interesting to see where that journey goes. And like... I remember, you know, that's, well, I don't know if we'll probably get there, but that's, I remember watching them all getting in the car to go to the ropes course, and I was like, mm-hmm. it was so feel good, because they were oh, all yeah, just, yeah. like, laughing together. We actually, like, need this. I, that makes me feel better sometimes than, like, you know, like, the drama. Like, yeah. I it, love seeing them get along just as much as... It got too toxic last yeah. year, and, like, almost the year before. I think what needs to happen is they need to have, like, some, like, dumb little feuds with, like, the new girls, like, very... Yeah. Ro- yeah. Sorry, very Ramona and like Kristen Takeman, like someone Make them like earn their orange. Like yeah, roast I them a little like, bit. I feel like um uh who's who's the one we haven't met yet? What's her name? Gina. Gina, Gina. the Long she, Island princess. I feel like they're going to make her kind of cuz Emily seems very like mm. established. She already has a relationship with Tamara. Like she's very like I'm an attorney whereas I feel like Gina might have to like kind of they might put her through the ringer a little bit I more. I do wonder what they're doing with Emily though. Like they are getting very close to the Gretchen Rossies of the world again. So, like, I wonder if this is, like, almost like a transitional looking forward to see, like, maybe can we bring Gretchen back at some point? Yeah, so they they introduce Emily, who was on the show as yeah. the party planner for her, for Tamara's granddaughter's baby shower, I think. Was that the one that Lynn Curtin showed up to? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, but she was a party planner by night, lawyer by day. Attorney by day. How does that make you feel? <laughs> I you're, know. you're a lawyer by day, podcaster by night. I so. know, so what? <laughs> one, one and the same. I have to ask, when she like, when they were introducing her and they, she was like, I'm an attorney and they showed that really quick clip of her like, with an, like assisting her aim, she's like, she's like, I think that's like a code twelve twenty. Like, what do you think? And I was like, I have to text Dan and be like, is that real like legal jargon? Like I don't know. It, it seemed very like it is a code twelve twenty. Like, yeah, I don't know. Not to put you on the spot, but I was just like, this seems very like I could do that. I'd be like, yeah, like I object. You know, like anyway. Well, I object. We we learn that she and her husband were at the same firm and like he was her boss yeah she went for it and he proposed on gchat work <laughs> sorry that could be us I wish god damn oh it oh my god fucking someone proposed to me on gchat like she... it's called hangouts now true 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I still call it G-Chat. I can't yeah. move on. Um, that is, like, their relationship seems so uh, transactional. Is she the one who described her daughter as feral? Yes, yes. <laughs> I was a little, like, taken aback by that. She's like, my daughter's this, like, feral creature that just, like, runs around the backyard. Although I did like the kids' names. We have an Annabelle, Keller. we have a Luke, and then a Keller. Like, it's Keller cute. is a little creative without being, like, annoying, I think. Right, and I like Annabelle and Luke because they're classic. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Annabelle, like, the scary doll. Or, like, the <laughs> woman from Ladies of London. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so... Oh, this is totally unrelated, but... <laughs> um, did you know that on Drag Race, they let them out to see movies, and on All Stars 3, they saw Annabelle. Oh, I did not know oh. that. And on uh, Season 10, they saw It. Where did you, like, get this? Blair Sinclair's um, Twitter and then Reddit. Mm. The more you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So before we... The last thing before the ropes course... Uh, the Shannon and Tamara scene, which I think was even, like, more pivotal than the ropes course in a way. Yeah. Like, Shannon's wearing the ring. We gotta get that ring off. Mm Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, like, she was not gonna do it. But then she was, like, she wanted to rip it off. Like, rip my knuckle off. Right. Unlike Sonya Morgan, who's still wearing the Morgan ring. Wearing the crest, (laughs) wearing the slippers. There was something so, like, um not satisfying that's not the right word but so like liberating yeah I don't know that that whole scene had like a nice arc to it mm, I don't yeah. know and like I know we were talking about like what Tamara's motivations and all this are but like just at least focusing on Shannon like yeah that felt very good mm. to me I don't know like I like I think Shannon is a rare like kind of good person on reality television yeah, yeah. um and I feel like I can sense Tamara producing around her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, giving her, like, really condescending advice and, like, shit like that, which I don't like. Yeah, but but at the same time, I feel like Tamara will, like, fight for Shannon. mm -hmm. Like, if Shannon gets into something, like... Yeah. Tamara will fight for her. Yeah. But, like, Tamara's also, like, gonna seize an opportunity when she sees it, no matter who it is. And I'm sort of into, like, the idea that, like, like you said, um that they started out as friends and they're all ending as friends. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this threes of trends. We saw it on Vanderpump rules where the women all come together. Mm-hmm. We've seen it on mm-hmm. Southern charm, which I dropped off on, yeah. but I think I'm going to pick back up. Yeah. And Nobody. if OC works out, then yeah. we'll see it on that too. Yeah. Yeah. So ropes course. Oh my God. I can't wait this, to talk about this. I was spot brought back bad memories peeing my pants oh no it brought back great memories it brought back bad oh memories it was like Alex. it was like your day of glory i love it i love so we did a ropes course for honey mustard girl's birthday oh, like a year or two ago about this. yeah i was like having the time of my life like swinging like climbing like a little monkey we got alex we got brendan we got jamie I, miss i also crying. am terrified of i'm terrified of heights I know, but, like, no one died. I know, but it that last... Like the one that I left on was, like, because it was just too high for me. <laughs> I'm, and I did not want to zip down that thing. Well, I also was thinking about this, like, during the ropes course. Like, mm-hmm. they're all responsible for, like, clipping the other girls yeah, in yeah. to, like, guarantee their... Is that how it is? Like, no. You clip yourself Yeah, in. this... Which, like, like, I don't trust myself. No, but, like, do you have... So you pretty much always... 
have two clips in. Okay. So the way it works is like you unclip one to get to the next zhuzh. Sure. And then you unclip the one behind okay. to like bring it up in front of the other one. Okay. So like at every moment you should have both clip, like at least one clipped in unless you're a dummy. Okay. Okay. And then yeah. unless you're Tamara and Vicky clipping like <laughs> Vicky's finger into <laughs> the rope or something. I haven't laughed that hard. <laughs> I had tears streaming down my face. It was so good. Like, but like, I love Shannon in a perilous situation. She's like the, the sounds that come out of her. And then like Vicky and her usual <laughs> kind of like decibel shattering, like squealing. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> You're, a You're supposed to be my friend, my sister. Oh my god, she's, I love her. But yeah, no, that was. I think you could have a full season of like putting this group of wives in perilous mm-hmm. situations, yeah. make them escape the room, make them well, hang glide, like why, make them, you know. That's why we need like, you know, like MTV's the challenge. We need yes. that, but like with these women. I'm sure you. I, that is... That will be, like, once it's starting to fall off, like, yeah. Real World did, yeah. they'll, like, lean oh into, like, the challenge where these women will, like, make the next 10, 15 years of their career oh my God. doing these, like, Except, dumb like, shows. we gotta do it now before, like, we... Yeah. We get any older, right? Well, I mean, like, the older women on the shows are still, like, in the best shape of their yeah, lives. Yeah, they're still, so like, I think down, it's... down for it. Can we talk about um, the Vicky falling montage? Oh, yeah. Just real quick. <laughs> that was beautiful. The only thing I have to say about it is that it made me laugh really hard. And brought back like, a lot of really good memories. Like, Speaking of, like, Fox 5 or whatever, she did that on Fox 5. <laughs> uh, and then when Shannon said, what if I die? Tell my kids I love them. And Tamara, like, sincerely says, I will. <laughs> uh, so That was beautiful. I don't have, like, the highest of hopes for the season. Uh... But I, I think a lot of the trailer was actually in this first episode, which is a good sign. Meaning they have they have like stuff more, we haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do we feel hopeful about the new wives? I think they're in a better direction than we've gone in the past. Like maybe we could probably save this for next week too, once we've met Gina. But I'm just curious. Like, I mean, from what I've well, seen, well, you're not going to be here next yeah. week. So, Call by in. we, I mean you guys. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. Uh, no, I, th- I think, well, a problem we normally have is OC loves to bring in, like, a super young woman. Sure. And, like, we don't need that. But and these women are, like, a little older. Yeah, they are older. I don't think they're, like... They're a, not, like, a Vicky... Megan King Edmonds millennial, like, strolling in. The only good millennial is Ashley Darby. Yeah. She's, like, early True. 20s. She's, <laughs> like... Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see Born how... Born in 1996. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but let's move on down the road to New York. NYC, baby. So, have you... So, where are you with New York? You... Oh, the last episode you saw was when Bethany said you were drunk. The last... Yeah, the last episode I saw was Bethany Dorinda on a plane where Bethany was like, you're drunk. You're drunk. Like, that's the last... Uh-huh. thing I saw from New York um, so yeah I have not been current on the season but I know New that's York, like heresy in this household but New but, York used to be like one of your favorites though right yeah yeah I think um, 
earlier seasons of New York. Like seasons like three. Like one through three, basically. Scary Island. Scary Island, etc. Um, and no, and then like I watched he- like a Heather Thompson season mm-hmm. and a Viva Drescher season. Oh, and then yeah, I feel yeah. like Viva. I kind of dropped off after Aviva. I feel like that's Before when I Dorinda came into the picture. Yeah, and then so I've kind of just really been like patchy mm-hmm. since then. But I support these women. I support... I mean, it's the best franchise. Let's get serious. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't have like the wherewithal or the receipts to like can't, like counter that. Where's you your know? purple folder? Where's my purple folder <laughs> or my legal briefcase? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, I thought it was interesting for Ramona to bring up the Marrakesh trip. Because remember when we reported on that, thinking, like, is this the trip? Right. Because Jill was there. So, okay, here, let me back up for you. Jill and Ramona were spotted together in Marrakesh with, like, 20 other women. So this was right after Bobby's funeral, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, her, Jill's girlfriends whisked her away to Marrakesh, where we have already spent a New York vacation. That's where they did the, like, until you say we're sorry, until you say you're sorry, we can never be friends. Yeah, yeah, Bobby B. It's not the Plaza Hotel. Right. That whole thing. Yeah. So Ramona and Jill were both on that vacation together. But none of the other girls. And so like we thought at the time we were like, whoa, is like Jill jumping right in the housewives? (laughs) Like after like Bobby's death, like I was like, holy. And I I think we were like sitting here when we were reading about it. Like we, we had like a game day or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, And, but it wasn't. So she yeah. mentioned it. Yeah, she mentioned the fact that she left Marrakesh to come back to New York to pack for Cartagena. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> we get to Cartagena. <laughs> Cartagena. No, while you're on the subject, that's one of the notes I wrote while watching the episode. Like, can we get a definitive no. pronunciation? They're on... all pronouncing think, it differently. I think it's like all right. It's like, all I'm right. not even going to try. I'm just going to say Colombia. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, even the wives, like, everyone said it completely yeah. differently. Uh, so we get like cabs from the airport and there's the girls are split up and Bethany's telling like her girls like Sonia and Lou about Red Scarf texting her like a madman. What was his name? Brad? Brian. Brian. Ben? Something with a B. I think it was Brian. It's like not really that important. Barrel. Uh, but so she's like, <laughs> she's like kind of like humble bragging like, oh, like I want to see you this week. Like, are you free? Like, and she's not into him, apparently. Mm-hmm. Even though she was... She she then, in another confessional, says he is her friend. And then renounces him. I think she, on. like, says, like, they know each other or yeah. something like that. Uh, the New York wives always give good cabs from the airport oh, yeah. to their vacation. Like, last year, Simon... Uh, what's his name Simon. was brought up? Van Kempen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Bethany was like... I would blow Simon Van Kempen if I could have, like, a slushy right now or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, so random. <laughs> like, so utter his name. Oh, God. Um, Ramona's Congrats asking... Congrats on your uh, towels on Groupon. <laughs> Ramona's asking Tinsley, who planned this trip, like, tell me about this country. Like, what's the main industry? <laughs> <laughs> what's the main industry? What's going on? And Tinsley's just saying things that she saw in a movie. And Ramona's, like... You didn't you didn't use Google to find like <laughs> like so surprised that the person doesn't know everything on the Wikipedia page for yeah. this country. What is the main industry? 
Uh, well, we learn it's coffee, beer, and cocaine. <laughs> God. Uh, okay, so then we're, we get to the house, which is like a different scene than we're used to. Like, mm-hmm. not a pool or beach in sight, although there appears to be a pool that you confuse with a fountain. I thought, I was like, is that a koi pond? Is that like a fountain? Just like it's a simple water like. feature. And then I saw Bethany go into it. I was like, yeah. mm, get it, girl. It reminded me a little bit of uh, the house they stayed in in Atlanta. Yeah, on the Atlanta trip this year to Savannah. No, oh, not Savannah. Uh, Didn't they go to Spain? Oh yeah, it was Spain. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it like yeah, something it like in the very middle of the city. Yeah, middle of the city. That's like self-contained. Though this one was a little nicer because it had like outdoor yeah, areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but these women don't like that. They well, want to be on a beach, namely mm-hmm. Bethany. Yeah. Uh, so we do a new little trick for getting the rooms this time around, which is everyone gets a Tiffany box. We all walk around together holding our Tiffany boxes and one at a time in each room, open a Tiffany box and whoever's initials are on the necklace gets that room. Right. Which Ramona thought was a great way to do it. She was so happy. (laughs) Ramona's like chill this season. Yeah. I was going to say like, uh, I think part of the reason I have a hard time watching um, New York is I get, like, palpable anxiety like, oh, yeah. watching Ramona Singer. But mm. she's so, like, digestible this season for yeah. me. Like, she's just... She's having the time of her she's life. She's having the time of her life, like, in a little, like, cocktail dress. Just, like, <laughs> getting stuck in the elevator. Like, you know, she's looking good. I don't her know. Her stuck in the elevator was so good. Ugh. But no, she seems very, like... Yeah, she's just, like, down for it. Maybe, like... Not, not like taking a back seat, but just... I mean, she's not really at the center of any controversy this yeah, year. Yeah, maybe Other that's than, it. like, she, like... It, Ramonia is no more. Like, she doesn't want to fuck with, with Sonia anymore. That's funny. I didn't yeah. notice that. But, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was a thing, too. Yeah, that But, like, I don't time. miss it. I don't miss it, yeah. It was, like, it got, it got a little long in the tooth. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they were good for each other. Uh, <laughs> I wish them well. <laughs> okay, so we get to lunch but when I originally watched it I thought it was dinner uh, <laughs> with the fish soup the, with the fish soup so so Dan is about <laughs> to tell you about oh. how allergic people should act in in different situations uh, I, I think as an allergic person I'm well equipped to allegedly allergic person you've seen me have a reaction at Joanne Trattoria scene I saw you run out of the room I didn't see any inflammation well oh my god Uh, so here's what went down they're all eating Ramona knows that it's fish soup she forgot that Bethany's allergic to fish the last time we talked about Bethany being allergic to fish was first trip at the Berkshires first trip at the Berkshires where Bethany oh sorry second trip technically yeah, where yeah, where Bethany and Heather and everyone else was at the dinner table, and like they were serving fish, and Bethany was like, "Oh, I can't eat it." <laughs> serving and fish. They were serving fish, <laughs> uh, and then and then Heather was like, "Oh, like I'll go get something from the fridge," and Bethany's like, "No, it's all right." And I actually was team Bethany in this scene because I hate when people like overcompensate for my allergy. It's like that was like I, me last night at Brendan's oh, birthday, by the uh, way, because uh, I was like going out to get pizza, and I was like. Dan, like, what do you need? Like, what can I get you? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So, like, Bethany would, like, start crying, blah, blah, blah. So, flash forward to this. She eats the soup. 
And she did notice right away, which is what happens to me as well, that she's allergic. But what, like, sent me for a loop was the Christmas party that they had earlier this season where she was serving sushi in her home. Mm-hmm. Like, it just is, like, weird to me. Like, I wouldn't serve, like... Like, on New Year's, like, I'll have a cheese plate that Alex is in charge of, but it's not, like, a mountain of cheese that is, like, overtaking my home. It's just, like, the bare minimum of cheese. Yeah. Uh, so... And then, like, and then like she's, like, yelling at Ramona, like, get your fish plate away from me. Because, <laughs> like, Ramona was, like, moving it closer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I just, like, this allergy really confuses me a little bit. Like, fish is so broad, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, I would, if I was her, I would say it to the waiter. Like, is there fish in this? Mm-hmm. Brennan, you seem to have another take on this matter. No, I agree with you. Oh, okay. I just like like hearing about your fake allergy. Oh. Um, Dan's supposedly allergic to cheese, but I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Bethany hates the house. Hates it. And what's your take on the house in general? Oh, I, I, I think, think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's fun. I mean, like you, you kind of have to like roll with it. I like, think some of the rooms are, like, a it. little ugly, but, like, oh, yeah. whatever. I mean, like, would that be the first house I pick on the Airbnb or, or HomeAway.com? No. But, it, I mean, like, you know, it's hard to find places that suit... Right. What is it? Seven people? Mm-hmm. They showed her doing that quick aside, like, I really need, like, a fancy hotel right now. And I'm like, I don't think there's, like... There might not be, like, a Ritz fucking Carlton. Also, we don't want, as viewers, we do not want to see you in a hotel. We want to see you all together in a house. You need to be in a house. That's, like, the one thing that bugs me about Potomac, is they're always in hotel rooms. Mm -hmm. Uh, when they were... When they went on that, like, little uh, nature trip, were they in hotel rooms? I don't remember, but, like, that would be one example out of, like, every time they go away. Um, yeah. But Luann with the... With the black feet. (laughs) Walking around barefoot in this house. I wouldn't walk around barefoot in this house. It's not like... It's like when you wear flip-flops in New York City, which I've never done, but, like, people who do always have, like, the gross feet Mm, afterwards. Yeah. But also, like, I don't know. The house is, like, so indoor-outdoor. Yeah, it's It's indoor-outdoor. You know what I mean? Like, you can't walk around the patio like it's your living room. Yeah. And, like, like, maybe Luann just wasn't washing her feet for several days. We don't (laughs) know. Stop. Truly. (laughs) Just like, yeah. And then they did the, <laughs> the flashback again. It's like the third time they did the flashback of Luann and Blackface from earlier. This they season. love a Luann flashback. That's embarrassing. Yeah. No, I think. And like to be honest, like, like she deserves to be dragged for that because oh, yes. she the then cast. was like doing something else that was offensive today with the fucking wig. Sophia and, like, Vergara. Yes. Yeah, that was a little uncomfortable. Like I kind of wish she had just like come down in the wig. Just being like, I'm wearing a wig to dinner, whatever. Yeah. But like this, like Sofia Vergara, like, like saying Chiquita's. Yeah, that's kind of like. But she's got like. Let's like, not forget, Latina. she's got a long history of this bullshit. Yeah. Like her shit about like, like Native American scalping oh, people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Her I mean, like, uh, yeah, just, uh. yeah. Uh, so we also have Tinsley has a glam squad, a la Erica Jane. Although Wait. like. None of them are stars. There's I, no Mikey in there. She could have pulled together. I, I love the look, and I commented while we were rewatching that, sure. like, she looks great, fresh, da da da. But, like, she could have pulled that together herself. But, like, Erica Jane, it's, like, has a glam squad to, like, 
do her to beat her like a drag you look at her and you're like oh my god you are like an expensive drag queen and there's always a concept yeah there's always a concept a theme and she's like beat like ready for hd all the time like tinsley was like spain vacation yeah like just like a like a leisurely like vacation like beachy look which like she looked fierce but that's not worthy of like you know (laughs) and i will say i think carol turned better looks Uh. I mean, Carol is turning looks, look looking was. pretty. She's the bitch from New York City. Truly. The bathing suit with the sweater set, like. Um, <laughs> and like a head wrap. Uh, queen. And I think, like, I, I have a feeling that, like, a lot of, like, hats mm. don't like Carol's look. But she's not doing it for y'all. No. She's doing it for those of us who want to wear a sweater set to the pool. You know yeah. what? And I feel like the looks that Carol is giving us is, like, 10% of what's pissing Bethany off. Yeah. She's like, this bitch is That's doing it. That's why she had the meltdown. <laughs> she saw her, like, she roll up in Carol. the funeral garb, and she... Yeah. She was like, I'm done. Oh, my God. Okay, so then we get to actual dinner at Carmen Ooh. with Luann at the head of the table in her wig. She didn't say one word during that dinner. She was just, <laughs> just sipping her mocktail. In her wig. Yep. She ordered... Yeah, she did more order a mocktail. Uh, so, it's all about... Who's Red Scarf versus Brian? Uh, Bethany versus Bethany Carol. versus Carol and, and Ramona. Uh, Ramona's just like having fun, drinking her drink. Ramona forgot about that guy the moment she yeah. walked out of his. She's Uber. like, I love a conversation. I was like, I a little like confused a about that drama. I was like, he was interested in all three of these women potentially. And uh, then... Ramona was interested in him. He was interested in Bethany. Carol was just kind of on the side, but, but then now eventually went on a date with him. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but like Bethany, first she says, uh, "He's my friend." Like, why? It's weird that you wouldn't mention it to me. Like, why wouldn't you mention it? And then when Carol in the conversation says, "Oh, like he's your friend," and she's like, "He's not my, he's not my friend. He's not my friend." And then Bethany pulls what she loves to do this season: the age comments on Carol. Yeah. Oh, it's not that deep. Oh, I forgot. We're twenty eight. Like it's we're, that's what we say. We're twenty eight. It's not that deep. Bethany. And previously, she said something about like you wish you were forty five. Yeah, yeah. Carol or something <laughs> yes. like that. Before you wish you were forty five. <laughs> and Bethany said, "Oh, she's going through like a, a late in life crisis when she was talking to." <laughs> that's like hateful. It's so dirty. It's so like care like. What has Carol done that that is killing you yeah. so much, Bethany? Right. I know I'm like jumping in midstream yeah, on yeah, this yeah. season, but it's it's very interesting to see Bethany so toxic. Like I don't know, and she's always been like she's always had an edge, obviously, but mm-hmm. just to see her that be edge so is like sharp. decidedly <laughs> like aggressive. It, it's this thing where like she either wants to tell you exactly what's wrong with you or on the other side of the spectrum she like wants to tell you how hurt she is by like your behavior and there's like no in between yeah well she's not addressing with carol like what the actual problem is yeah which i'm not even sure what the actual problem is it sort of seems to be stemming from the fact she's jealous of tinsley that, but, like, the Adam stuff? The Adam stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, her 
inviting Adam to Houston and Puerto Rico or whatever, and, like, Adam wanted to be compensated because, like, sorry, I work for a nonprofit, and, yes, I get paid for, like, the work I do. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you pay your workers, like, no matter what. Yeah. Even though, like, Beth, like, I've seen her tweet about this. Like, Bethany's whole thing is, like, oh, we... All of the funds go directly to services, which is great, but, like, the people who are working for you must be very privileged that they don't require a paycheck. Right. Like, yeah. right. it's crazy to me. Uh, yeah. So then the other thing that transpires throughout the night is... As they're leaving the restaurant, Bethany says, like, how she, like, is this the nicest place? Like, there's got to be a nicer place da, 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 to Dorinda. And Dorinda's just like, oh, da, da, whatever. So when they split up, the girls are like, Bethany's so angry. Like, what's wrong? And Dorinda's like, yeah, she's like, not, she doesn't like the place, da, da, da. So then it gets back to Bethany later when they meet up at the bar, and Bethany wants to, like, murder Dorinda for spilling this Which like deep dark so secret insane. and it's like Bethany we all know you don't like the place you said it on camera yeah you said it on camera like you're wearing a sign around your neck that says I don't <laughs> like the place can I just say I love uh, Dorinda's uh, confessional look with the with the hair and like that like that like kind of like that silky. like blouse yeah it's very like uh, Carmela Soprano Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dorinda, can you do no wrong? No, she can't. She in in a gladiator sandal. No wrong is being oh done. God, full out gladiator sandal. She looked beautiful. Can I we discuss it. how Dan like turned Alex while we were all like sort of making fun of Dorinda? And he goes like, "Is there something wrong with that <laughs> about the gladiator sandal?" It's like. She's dressed for, like, no, the Hamptons open on top, and then dressed for, like, oh, Gladiator no, starring Russell Crowe on bottom. Love it, love it. <laughs> That's right. She's, what wrong can she do? None. Uh, we get a Ray flashback, which was fun. Uh, and then we're at breakfast the next morning with an arrival of funeral flowers. T.S. No, T.M. plus... SK. SK? I cried. You cried? It was too emotional <laughs> for me. It was too emotional for me. <laughs> and then Beautiful we get relationship. A Cartier. Cartier B. Mm-hmm. Cartier bracelet for a queen. Like, couldn't he wait until, like, after the vacation? No. No, it's gotta be for the cameras, baby. It's gotta be right. <laughs> it's 365 days. That's Hello. right. Have we only seen him the one time this season? Where that, she, like, drops to the floor? Yeah. When he surprised her at the hotel. Yeah, I yeah. saw that episode. Yeah. yeah. That might have been the one time. They were, like, on again, then off again, then I think on, again, on again, then off again, but now they're on again. Like, they were in Paris together yeah, recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. City of love. Beautiful relationship. I hope they get married. <laughs> Same. Oh, and then, like, those frozen eggs. We're going to have little Ugh. coupons running around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we close out the episode with Bethany losing her fucking mind, which I do have to say to her credit, what she is talking about to Dorinda is actual real shit yeah. she's dealing with mm-hmm. yeah. where like, if you said that to Carol, like maybe you could resolve this. Like, but Bethany doesn't want to like show her weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. And not to like de- defend Bethany cause she seems pretty toxic right now but I don't know sometimes like 
I don't know, anxiety shit comes out when you least expect it. So right. it didn't seem too put on. To oh me. no, it, didn't, it was not right. put on. Yeah, yeah. It, I was like, uh, sometimes it, it just it happens when you just whenever you're feeling what you're feeling, and then you just. And I will say this about her, and I think she's just, like, acting out, because I do think that her relationship with Carol was, like, one of, like, the good things that she had Mm, in her life. It was, like, one big thing that she was for sure. Like, if you remember last reunion, when Bethany couldn't talk about, like, the hell that Jason was putting her through, Carol almost acted, like, as her surrogate Mm, to, like, explain to people, like, what was going on. Right. So, like, I do think there was a real friendship there, but I don't think that Bethany is handling it the correct way. Sure. And I, sure. I, I won't even go in all in on my defense of Carol, because I also think that, like, some of the ways she's acting is, like, a little eh. But. Right. Yeah. I also do want to say, though, I love Bethany protecting Luann. Yeah. In terms of, like, real life right now. Mm-hmm. Like, being the spokeswoman. We need to figure out the timeline of this, like, the vacation in relation to that weird appearance they made on Watch Happens Live with Jennifer Lawrence, where they surprised her. Because that was during the season being filmed, so I, like, need to go back and figure out, like, when all that was. And I feel like that was startling to us, because, like, in prior seasons, Bethany and Luann were not getting along. Right. They seemed, like, chummy-chummy. And, like, Bethany even, like, came to Luann's defense later, being like, I can't believe they put a glass of wine in front of her, yada, yada, yada. So, that's where we leave off. Beautiful episode. It's also like a very, to me, it felt like a different New York vacation. I think like the change of environment was what it was like really different. But also Lou not drinking. Yeah. I feel like Bethany wasn't really super drinking. What's happening next episode? Are they going to like go out and like do like stuff in Columbia or is it just like playing at the house and. Dorinda's doing Joker cosplay. That was startling. <laughs> Truly. Beautiful. I loved it. But Truly. is there like an excursion? Like are they gonna Um Well they don't I don't know if we know of any excursion until the boat ride from hell, which is um, not next it's not episode. Next, okay. Probably yeah, yeah, maybe they would the have next shown, one. They would have showed it if it was next week. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Stay tuned, y'all. Yeah. Uh so Let's move on to the Freak of the Week and the one true queen. Yeah. So we've got some late breaking news for our Freak, and I can't decide whether MTV's the Freak here or if it is Bristol Palin. Yeah, Brennan, tell us about this. Um, so the folks who produce Teen Mom knows what sells. This is from TMZ. Because TMZ has learned Bristol Palin is joining <laughs> Teen Mom OG. <laughs> Production sources tell us Sarah Palin's daughter has signed on as a regular on the show. It appears she's helping to fill the void left by another famous cast member, Farrah Abraham, who was fired for being way too difficult. She disputes that and says she got the axe because she was a porn star. <laughs> As oh, you know, <laughs> Bristol, now 27, has three... She has three kids? Oh, I no, didn't know I, that. I'll, I'm going to give you the report. And was famously engaged to Levi Johnston, who... Remember when he posed for Playgirl? Playgirl, I was just thinking about that. But he that. didn't show dick. Mm. Um... <laughs> She eventually married Dakota Meyer, whom she's in the process of divorcing. She was 17 when her first kid, Trip, was born. Um, Bristol will join the ca- join cast members Amber Portwood, Mackenzie McKee? Like, I'm Who's sorry, Mackenzie I, McKee? I was, I was going to ask you guys that question. I have no clue who the fuck that is. Macy like, Bookout and Caitlin Lowell? Like Amber Queen, Macy Queen, Caitlin Queen. 
Who, Who is, is Mackenzie? Mackenzie? Is, are they just confusing like someone from Teen Mom 2 or so something? So while you figure that out, let me give you the lowdown on Bristol. So obviously we all know the first time Bristol got pregnant, like during yeah. the, the campaign, uh, which was 10 years ago at this point. <laughs> uh, so that was the first child with Levi. Then this new man came into her life, Meyer. She, they were engaged... They called off the wedding. Two weeks later, she announced she was pregnant. She gave this whole big speech on how, like, she's keeping the child, pro-life, da-da-da. And then they got back together, had another child, then got married, no, got married, had another child, then filed for divorce. But then they said they were going to be reconciling. But this article, which I assume just came out, says they are not... They are splitting up. Yeah, and this actually, like, this isn't all the way out of the blue for me because I remember when Teen Mom first came out. Yeah. Um, Bristol did, like, a lot of, like, mm. appearances with, like, Macy yeah, and Farah right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I, like, yeah. remember that. I can, like, yeah. visualize the press pictures in my yeah. head. Um, Mackenzie McKee um, was on 16 and Pregnant in 2011, um, and then she was on Teen Mom 3. Um, and appeared in its first and only uh, season. Um, she's rumored to be joining the cast of Teen Mom OG after the departure of Farrah Abraham from the show in 2018. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't need someone from Teen Mom 3. I don't need a Mackenzie McKee as an OG. If anyone can be an OG, it's Bristol Palin. <laughs> I'll allow that. Yeah, it, it, that yeah. makes a lot more sense to me because she has history with these Yes. Women. And, like, I know they don't interact, like, on a daily, mm. but they, in, they like, are invited to each other's weddings. Like, they, like, have sort of history mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. Um, uh, but she's still the free of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that every single one of the Teen Mom OG women are Trump supporters? Uh... uh Macy definitely. Macy definitely. Amber. I think Amber isn't, but she doesn't really know why. Amber like won't Pokemon Go to the polls. (laughs) Yeah, and Caitlyn is probably. I love her, but I love Caitlyn. I'm Caitlyn. So our one, our one true Bailey, our one true queen is Ramona Singer for inventing vodka sodas. She did. She did that. She did that. (laughs) So. It's Why don't you, like, right now play a little clip and then... Yeah, sure. It makes all of my friends crazy. They go, what would you like to drink? Because I go, tall wine glass filled with ice, tons of club soda, Pellegrino, and lots of fresh lime. Wow. Uh, so now we know how to make a vodka soda. Thank God. I... I mean, my life has changed. You need a lot of ice, ice to the top. I did notice, uh, Jimbo, when you poured yourself a vodka cocktail (laughs) earlier, you didn't add nearly enough ice. So when you were at the bottom of the drink, there was Mm -hmm. no ice left. There was no ice. Yeah. What was I doing? I mean, (laughs) yeah. Uh, So it's really inspirational. I love this new venture. I mean, maybe we're not, we're we're veering away from uh, skincare into a new food, cocktail, yes. video presence. Yes. Which I would love for from Ramona. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. She's really Lifestyle. like... Untapped market. The Antony of the Real Housewives. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I just, I feel for every bartender that has ever crossed Ramona Singer. Well, I mean, like, 
Shannon Medor orders her cocktails deconstructed. Uh, deconstructed. <laughs> Which is great. Give me the vodka. Give me the ice in another glass. Give me limes. A cut plate up. of limes. A plate of limes cut up. I will reconstruct. Work. Uh, A work, true queen. Uh. Uh, but I think that's it for this week. Jimbo, thank you for joining us all the way from Potomac. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so fun. I love this household. Uh, I love the show. Beautiful. Beautiful show. Beautiful listeners. Can we find you anywhere? Uh, you can find me on Venmo. Oh my God. We, <laughs> His sure favorite can. app. I love Venmo. It's my favorite he loves platform. liking, commenting, subscribing, I Venmo. I hang out in my Venmo feed more than any other social platform. So Venmo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> you can find me at IDKIDK. You can find Brendan at not Brendan. You could give us a call at 717-47-FREAK. That's 717-47-FREAK. You could email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Uh, and you can like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Come through, Queen. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.